Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Only. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. I think both quarterbacks are very talented. Uh, Max Johnson has started games his freshman year, sophomore year, and now this year. So, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm excited to play him. He's another guy who's teammates with at LSU. He, uh, he can throw really well on the run. So that's something we're trying to prepare to do is keep him in the pocket. So, uh, I mean, that and then Connor Wayman, I mean, if he's able to play, he's a really talented quarterback as well. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Welcome in Out of Bounds here on 103.7 The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios with you today. And thank you as always for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It is a wide open Wednesday here on the show today, folks. So anything and everything in the sports world that you want to talk about, let's talk about it. You can call or text in at 501-661-1037. Get after us in the Asher Record Live fan feedback after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors. And today we're going to have a little bit of a loaded show for you because Pat Bradley, thanks to Motorsports Authority, will be joining us around 2.05. Looking forward to catching up with him. And also uh, David Nuno of TexHags.com. He'll be joining us around 10, 2.30. Excuse me, not 10.30. That would be weird. 2.30 because uh, we're going to get a little idea of what Arkansas can expect out of Texas A&M. He'll join us for a few minutes. Got Andrew Ellis joining us as well with some updates dealing with uh, some of the injuries, especially with Rocket Sanders. And looks like looking like he might actually be able to play this weekend. So we'll have that. And uh, again, we're going to talk about all the other headlines and stories that are going on here in the uh, the sports world too. And I didn't get to hear the name of who won our uh, Southwest Classic uh, contest this morning. So yeah, there there is a big winner though. Yeah, a so very some, big winner. Somebody is very happy. Yeah, very big winner. So uh, congratulations to whoever you are out there, because uh, we know that you're obviously an avid listener. To the buzz. It would have been cool if it was like one of our qualifiers, you know, like one of our here Don't on think it was. I think it most likely would have been a drive time because uh, he's from Monticello. Oh, okay. So that would make so, sense. Yeah. yeah that yeah. would make sense. Most likely yeah, drive time. Okay. Well, very cool. So it's going to be an awesome weekend and looking forward to seeing you down there as well as all of you Razorback fans that are going to be making the trip. But uh, I know we got a lot of things to get into today. I was really sad, though, this morning, Joe, when I woke up and saw that uh, the legend Brooks Robinson had passed away. Someone who is not only legendary in Major League Baseball, but I, I, I will say it's like, I'm, of course, not a big baseball guy, but I knew who he was, but I didn't realize that he was from Little Rock, Arkansas. Oh, yeah. Like, like, yeah. I mean, I had heard that he was like, did things in Arkansas. I didn't know he was from Little Rock, Arkansas. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Born and raised and uh, brought a lot to the community here. He was well known here, but of course, being the guy that he was, being a baseball Hall of Famer, all the accomplishment, accomplishments all over the years... Everybody knew about Brooks Robinson. Oh, yeah. Like, if you just really look at uh, his entire uh, career, he spent 23 years with the Orioles, which that's all he spent time with as a team, was the Orioles for 23 years. It was uh, before, really, the age of free agency. So that was pretty unique out of him. But just to look at some of the things that uh, he had, where it was like 18 All-Star game appearances. He was the MVP in the AL in 1964. Uh, He finished his career with 268 home runs. He's known as the human vacuum cleaner. He won 16 consecutive gold gloves, second only to Greg Maddox by the most by any player at one position. So, I mean, as far as third basemen go and as far as just uh, legends go, he was definitely uh, one of the all-time greats. It was really sad to see passing away at age 86 this morning. That's impressive, too. 16 consecutive gold gloves. It's just 16 overall, but to win them straight and you're just the guy at that position for so many years – 
Yeah, just big time. Big oh, time. Yeah. You know, he, he brought something to the game that it, it may not be repeated for a long time at, at that position, for sure. Yeah. Now, we don't know uh, what was the reasoning behind his passing. and I mean, not as it really matters, but... 86 years old, though. Yeah. I mean, that kind of tells you, you know, hey, when you get up there in those years, uh, you know, if anybody lives to, to be 86, if I live to be 86, I'll consider it, uh, you know, a huge success from that standpoint. But uh, his family did post, though, quote, we are deeply saddened to share the news of the passing of Brooks Robinson, an integral part of our Orioles family since 1955. He will continue to leave a lasting impact on the club, on the community, and in the sport of baseball. So uh, that's what his family and the Orioles said in a joint statement. I wanted to be clear on that. So, uh, But, yeah, just really sad to see. And uh, even had the moment of silence last night before the game against the Nationals. And, and they have a nine-foot bronze statue made of Robinson and Camden Yards. So just a very iconic and legendary player that's uh, no longer with that us. That instantly becomes a memorial where people will want to put flowers and all kinds of things at the statue. And take pics with it they were doing that anyway whenever they would show up to go to games but now just to uh memorize him and and just think of the great player he was and the great person he was and what he brought to the game then uh that definitely turns into an instant memorial yeah so just sad to see sad to see one of the all-time greats and uh, i think that it's uh, people are uh, asking which is always tough to do you know was he the greatest third baseman of all time in major league baseball history I mean, I don't know if it's like for certain, but I definitely think he has an argument considering his accomplishments and what he did as an individual. Uh, but yeah, sad to see that this morning, but uh, I know that uh, there'll be some other things too with uh, baseball happening last night, some play- some teams clinching some playoff spots, and I know we'll we'll talk about that too. But uh, before we uh, get too much into it, I guess we can go ahead and work uh, Jason in Hot Springs in here early on the show. What's up, Jason? Hey, John. Hey, Joe. How you doing, man? Doing good. Doing good, Jason. Good to hear from you. Thank you. Uh, hey, John, uh, who's the uh, quarterback for A&L? Well, now it's Max Johnson because uh, Connor Wigman is hurt and reportedly out for the season. So, um, how's the uh, we had to how's this Oxal uh, team rebound for zero uh, two uh, losing streak to get back on track against A&M and m in Arlington? And then, um, and uh, Joe, how's the <coughs> how's the Oxal defense has shut? <laughs> Shut him down, and I hang up and listen. Right. Appreciate it, Jason. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, as far as uh, you know, getting back from the zero and two hole is, uh, I think we've talked about it a lot. Just not making the mistakes that they have been making, not beating themselves is, I think, what the biggest thing that Arkansas needs to do. It's not to say that if they don't, you know, if they don't, if they limit the penalties and whatnot, then they'll automatically win against A and M because A and M is a good team. But uh, it's certainly will uh, help their case if they just stop shooting themselves in the foot in desperate situations. With the defense, they just need to tighten up and and lim- eliminate the explosive plays or limit the expo- explosive plays. We've seen plenty of those over the past couple of games. They've given up some to BYU. They gave up some to LSU. So it's become a pattern at this point that they've done over the past couple of games. But also, if you go back to the first two games, we saw that it could be a problem. So now it has become a problem, and that's where they need to start in limiting or eliminating some of those big explosive plays on defense. Yeah, and I'll also add into the fact of you know Arkansas scoring-wise is doing an all right job. I mean, they've scored 31 points and 38 points in the last two games. Problem is, is the other team scored more, and that's why they lost. But uh, I will say that one of the things I'd like to see more so in this game, and easier said than done, but Arkansas is actually number one in red zone offense in the SEC. But that's because they've scored every time they've been in the red zone, but they've scored more field goals than they need to. That's the something that I want to see and, and I think would change. It would have changed the LSU game. It would have changed the BYU game, where not only just getting into the red zone, but even getting within the 10-yard line, just finding a way to get into the end zone instead of settling for field goals, uh, you got to find a way to do that a lot more frequent. Because, I mean, Texas A&M's got a good offense, and I don't care that Connor Wegman's hurt and Max Johnson's coming in. Like, Max Johnson's good. He's got experience. He's he's a starter. Uh, I, I don't. I'm not saying that he's you know just as good, if not better, than Connor Wigman. But he brings an added element to their offense also because yeah. he's mobile. He yeah. Can, if if the pocket breaks down around him, he can run and get out of it. Yeah. Because when he, he was the quarterback last year when he beat Arkansas, right? Was yes. he? Yeah. So he's he's got experience in it. But uh, this has just been a frustrating game overall uh, for Arkansas fans in general, and we all know that. But it is pretty pretty crazy. I was thinking about it and. Looking at this series, just the game that's been played in Arlington, maybe not the 
ones that were in College Station or the one in Fayetteville. But of all those games that have happened in this game in Arlington, only three times has the game been won by a double or two possessions or more. And what I mean by that is by double-digit points. Only three times has that happened, and two of those times Arkansas won the game. And it just goes to show you how many times that these games come down to the wire. It's a one-possession game. It's gone to overtime three different times. And I think the frustrating thing about it for Arkansas fans is that they've been on the losing end of it. So I don't see how this game ends up being any different. I'm not saying that Arkansas will win it. Uh, We'll get to our picks on Friday. But I have a feeling that regardless, whether it's a high-scoring, low-scoring, whatever, it's going to be one of those games where uh, the game's on the line, final possession of the game for either team, and it's going to be a one-score game. It's definitely a game, and Jason mentioning Arkansas's defense. You know what A&M brings on the other side, defensive-wise. They've they've looked good in pretty much every game except for the Miami game. Now, Miami may be a team that's on a different level, and maybe you have to throw that one out in trying to do comparisons. But for the most part, A&M's defense has is, is played well overall, and they do limit the points that are scored on them. In fact, if you want to look at it to your point, Joe, of what A&M does really well, and you just look at it as far as the rankings go in the nation, but specifically in the SEC, pass defense, Texas A&M is number two in the SEC and number 15 in the country. So they're really good at pass defense, which last week, LSU, that may have been the weakness, even when we had Matt Moscona on, about the secondary. It's like they, that was their, one of their weaknesses that I think Arkansas was able to exploit. But uh, Texas A&M is a different ball game where they're really good at pass defense. And their passing offense or their rushing defense isn't bad either as it's sixth in the SEC. But uh, you're going to be going up against a good defense. Uh, they're really good at third down uh, percentage on defense too. They're first in the SEC where if you're on third down situations, they're getting off the field. They're getting off the field. So that's, that's a big deal there too. And also, this is another thing I'm, I'm nervous for Arkansas' sake is Arkansas has given up uh, 100. Let's see, uh, where is that? Yeah, so they've uh, they're 103rd and given sacks allowed, 10th in the SEC. Texas A&M is number two in the SEC at sacks in general at getting to the quarterback. So that could be something to where once again KJ is going to have to be mobile and everything. But what's funny is, and, uh, and we've seen that game before specifically against A&M where KJ has had to leave the field due yep. to an injury and another quarterback had to play. We don't want to see straight. that. We don't want to see that again. Yeah, that's. You want to see KJ stay healthy as, as much as possible. But how funny is it that, I shouldn't say it's funny, but Arkansas is one of the worst teams in the SEC at sacks allowed, yet they're number one in sacks. So like they, they get to the quarterback more than any other team in the SEC. But They give and they take. Yeah, I guess that's literally the definition of it right there. They give and they take. So, uh, But also, both teams are horribly penalized. Arkansas is dead last in penalties. A&M's 13th in penalties. So both of them are really bad in that regard. Uh, but both teams are also one and two in red zone offense. So both teams score when they get to the red zone. And red zone defense, they're actually tied uh, at ninth in the SEC. So a lot of similarities, but a lot of ups and downs. It's just a matter of uh, which weakness can be exploited by the other team is what it's going to come down to. And speaking of scoring touchdowns when you get in the red zone, Cam Little is a weapon, and you mm-hmm. know he's somebody that has this game circled and wants a little redemption. Oh, without question. Without question. Uh, he's... You know what happened last year, and I think KJ's the same way. You know, he, he think that that play haunts him from last season, from him diving from the five-yard line. So uh, I think Arkansas is going to have plenty of motivation in this game and plenty of incentive, but A&M, they're going to want it too. So it should be a great game and a great matchup. It's wide open Wednesday here on Out of Bounds, folks. 501-661-1037 is the number to call or text in. Ask the question on Twitter. We'll ask you, why has Arkansas struggled so much in this game? Just plain and simple. Why has Arkansas struggled to win these games against A&M? We'll get to that and a lot more coming up next here on Out of Bounds. Tune in on Thursday nights between 8 and 9.30 for the Between the Mats High School Football Show featuring Matt McJunkins, Matt Wilcox, and Thomas Thrash from Hooten's Football. You'll hear coaches' interviews, weekly top tens, players of the week, and the Fan Interactive Pick'em Challenge brought to you by American Safeguard Insurance, Collier Roofing, and Globe Life Liberty National Everett and Associates. This 
Texas Sports Center. Major League Baseball Hall of Famer, Baltimore Orioles legend, and Little Rock native Brooks Robinson passed away at the age of 86. He made his debut in 1955 and played third base for the Orioles for the next 23 seasons. He was an 18-time All-Star, a two-time World Series champion, a one-time World Series MVP, and a one-time AL MVP, winning it in 1964. Also during that time, he won 16 consecutive gold gloves at third base. His 16 gold gloves are the most ever by a non-pitcher and tied with Jim Cott for second most among any player, first being Greg Maddox with 18. And the Arkansas Travelers forced a decisive Game 3 in the Texas League Championship Series as they beat the Amarillo Saw Poodles 6-5 last night. Game 3 will be tonight. First pitch is set for 7.05. Coverage can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. I'm living the life that I lived before I started having knee pain 10 years ago. Meet Julie, a woman who makes the most of every moment in life. But over the last years, those moments were filled with agonizing pain until she discovered QC Kinetics. Finally, the pain got so bad that people around me are like, oh, when are you getting your knee replaced? I was walking, hobbling. I listened to my last QC Kinetics commercial and I said, I'm done. I got to find out about this. What Julie found out was QC Kinetics treats osteoarthritis with regenerative therapies taking your body's own healing properties and concentrating them in the areas where you feel pain, helping heal and restore those damaged areas. No harmful steroids, surgery, or downtime. It changed how I'm living. I'm able to do the things that I wasn't able to do for a long time. Get back your life before the pain. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. This is the Pigskin Preacher bringing you the word. PGA Commissioner Jay Monahan recently returned to work after a medical leave caused by, quote, anxiety over the Saudi deal. Yeah, I imagine so. After two years of demonizing, vilifying, and attacking the Live Tour and parading 9-11 families out to bolster his position, Monahan caved, signing the deal with his supposed enemy. The hypocrisy is off the charts. Monaghan brings to mind the old George Bernard Shaw quote, We've established what you are, madam. We're now merely haggling over the price. At Doublebee's, you'll never have to haggle over the price because you'll always get a good value for your dollar. We have great specials every month on the things you need. Doublebee's, it's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Doublebees. It's Kayak Chaos at Arts Marine. Pick your perfect kayak from their large inventory and start exploring the natural state. Right now, get 20% off feel-free kayaks. We also slash prices on Moken 10 and Lure 10 kayaks. Your granddaddy trusted Arts Marine, so should you. Today is the day. After countless hours of research, cutting back expenses, and nine months of anxiously waiting for her, today is the day you finally bring home... Your new car. It's also the day to protect her with an auto policy from Shelter Insurance. Our policies are competitively priced and include new car replacement coverage if anything were to happen to your new baby. See shelter agent Steve Ferguson in Little Rock, Todd Session in Moralton, or Kyle Stone in Pine Bluff. Ortho Arkansas presents the High School Scoreboard Show with Randy Rainwater, Kevin Bohannon, and Barry Grooms every Friday night at 10, only on 1037 The Buzz. Brought to you in part by First Security Bank. Check out Hogs Meat Market's monthly specials and meat packages at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. How does Sam Pittman celebrate being bull eligible? Well, I believe I'm going to have me old cold beer. <laughs> that's kind of what I like to do, you know. Do so you need any company? Anybody want to come, but bring some, you know what I mean? <laughs> Thank be wild, be baby. On 103.7 The Buzz.
Wide Open Wednesday here on Out of Bounds. Appreciate everybody listening in this afternoon. This is a Wide Open Wednesday. I just heard uh, Joe, you yell down to OHB down there that Portland Trailblazers are trading Damian Lillard to the Milwaukee Bucks officially. Wow. <laughs> man, the, they just get stronger. Oh, man. You're talking about Giannis, Chris Middleton, who was injured during the playoffs, and Giannis was injured a bit during the playoffs also. But then you get the luxury of having Dame Lillard on the team with those guys, and not to mention what they have around them. Bobby Portis is a key part of their their team. They're, uh, I mean, on paper now, mm-hmm. Eastern Conference, they, they are the team to beat. Have to be. And I guess what was it uh, just a few months ago when Giannis was talking about how he wants to make sure the franchise is committed to championships, you know, with Milwaukee. I think it's a good sign. They just showed it. <laughs> yeah, man, bringing in Dame Lillard. So there you have it uh, as far as some uh, breaking NBA news. But uh, that's, a, that's a pretty big deal. And Milwaukee, uh, once again, trying to trying to grow up and be uh, not only Eastern Conference champions, but NBA champions. So that'll be, that'll be a lot of fun to watch. Be a lot of fun to watch. So, uh, so yeah, big breaking news there as well. Uh, let's go to uh, David, who's in Cabot, patiently holding. What's up, David? Hey, I just wanted to, uh, I don't know, I... I just don't have good feelings because uh, A&M has Bobby Petrino, who is one of the best strategists in the world. And I guarantee you, if we put number 17 at safety like we did against LSU, he'll take a minimum of five deep shots down the field. Because I I love the kid. He's got great football instincts. He should be playing the nickelback or hog position instead of pre-safety because he just doesn't have the foot speed. He has great instincts. And other thing is... When Max Johnson, we played him last year, we we never even acted like the guy's left hand. We would pressure him from the right instead of the left, which made no sense. I mean, come on, guys, scout the other team and try to take advantage of everything you can because we definitely did the last game that we played against them. And I, I don't know. Well, hey, listen, just, David, you got a new defensive coordinator and a new defensive staff, <laughs> so uh, maybe they'll get the memo this time around. Well, maybe so, but what happened to our defensive ends against LSU? They, like, lost containment. Like, they, they didn't know that's what their responsibility was. I thought our defensive ends are supposed to be our best players on the defense this year. They look lost out there half the time. Well, I think they, I think they did a, a, a solid job. I mean, there were times where there were some mistakes made, but... Uh, you know, what's one of those things where, you know, is it more about Arkansas's defensive ends not playing well, or just LSU's offensive line and the offense that they're putting together that's uh, being, you know, playing really well? Uh, that, that's kind of the ultimate question. But I still, I still think Arkansas did a good, good job, at least in the beginning, against LSU defensive end-wise. But uh, this time around with Max Johnson, as Joe said, he's a little bit more mobile. And so they're going to – I'm not going to try to compare him to Jaden Daniels, but – he is a little bit more mobile, and uh, he's someone that's going to, you know, be able to extend plays with his legs. And so the DNs and just the defense in general is going to have to be prepared. Yeah. Well, I just hope we scout him enough to know that he's left-handed, so he's going to tend to drift <laughs> to the left instead of the right. And I hope we uh, at least bring the pressure from the left and force him to the right. Uh, but it, it remains to be seen. But, you know, Bobby Petrino scares me because I, I've – He's probably one of the best five in-game strategists there is. And he's going to scheme and uh, take advantage of our lack of foot speed at safety. Yeah, I think, I think David, uh, when we actually talked with David Nuno later in the show, something me and him were discussing last night, I was asking him about Petrino, and he said that the thing that's impressed him the most with Petrino being there is just, as you said, the halftime adjustments. He says that he's just a mastermind behind it. So I think... You know, if Arkansas has got a lead or something at halftime, I, it doesn't matter. does not matter. If they're up by 20 points, it does not matter. Uh, you still got to finish out in the second half because that's when the game's going to be won. And I honestly think he, like, when he was here, I think he pretty much schemed on the defensive side, too, because our defense always seemed to shore up at halftime. And I think most of the time it was due to his brilliance instead of who our defensive coordinators were. Yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, you got to give a lot of credit to – Petrino on the offense and uh, what they, what he's doing at A and M, even with a backup quarterback. Because you remember uh, what happened when Ryan Mallett went out against Auburn in 2010? Uh, who came in and oh. how they played? Yeah, yeah. Backup quarterbacks oh, are always yeah. ready under Petrino. Yeah, and uh, Jesus, I think I was the only one who knew that the backup Alabama quarterback two years ago could run like the wind. Because you know, you watch their A game, their whole second half was watching this quarterback 
even make the Bama defense look silly. And first time he took off against us, he went 80 yards. And everybody said, oh, wow, that guy's fast. Well, hmm. Yeah, you should know that. Yeah. He watched their eight yeah. Yeah. Anyway. It, yeah. Well, we appreciate the phone call, David. Yeah, thanks for calling in. Uh, Great point on Max Johnson being left-handed, and you want to try to get him moving to the right. But there are quarterbacks that practice on that. Now, college quarterbacks may not be as up to speed as playing at the highest level, but you have quarterbacks that are right-handed, and they actively practice rolling out to their left because they know that teams are going to come after them on their strong side and not that they're going to run them to their strong side. So... We don't know that for sure, but it is a good good way to go about it, to at least try it with Max Johnson, to make him move to his right to see if he's capable of making throws going to his right. Yeah, because with Wegman being out and them having this whole week to prepare, you know, again, Bobby Vitrino being the mastermind that he is offensively, uh, he's going to find things like that that's going to throw him off a little bit. But again, even if Arkansas has success in the first half, there, he's going to make adjustments just like he always has in, in the second half. So you just have to have the defense be ready for anything coming their way. And, you know, last year, didn't realize that, you know, Max Johnson went 11 of 21 for 151 yards, but also uh, it's A chain, right? There's an A cane. I always forget. A chain. A chain. That's what I thought. Okay. So tearing it up in the NFL right it, now. Yeah. What was it? What was it? Four touchdowns? Five yeah, touchdowns? Yeah. Something like 231 that. 231 uh, all purpose yards, 203 on the ground. Man. Yeah. And the dude, uh, hopefully one of y'all had him on his, probably most of you had him on the fantasy was on his bench, but still, yeah, he was great uh, last week. But last year against Arkansas, had 159 rushing yards for 19 carries and a touchdown, which is 8.4 yards a pop. But he's not there anymore. And so Max Johnson is, but they still have a good running, uh, rushing attack, should say, with Amari uh, Daniels, who is out there with 234 yards, averaging six yards a carry, and their next guy, Le'Veon Moss, is averaging 5.8 yards a carry. So they got weapons. They got weapons. And it's a matter of can Arkansas uh, find some way to slow them down or find some way to get them off the field, cause some turnovers, whatever it may be. Uh, that's going to be the key in this one. So, uh, but yeah, it's it's with Max Johnson being the guy, and I didn't even think about it. So again, great point by David. I didn't think about him being left-handed, and uh, the difference that that's made. But uh, yeah, I guess because I don't even think Arkansas's had a. I think we've talked about this. I don't think Arkansas's ever had a left-handed uh, quarterback except for what was it, Barry, Barry Lunny Jr. Yeah, he's pretty much the only one. So it is a unique thing, and there's been some great ones. I think Matt Leinert was left-handed. Michael Vick wasn't Michael Vick left-handed yeah. when he played in college. Uh, so, you know, it's something you maybe not think about a lot Tua. of times. Yep, Tua. Tua is a left-handed quarterback. Obviously, he's very successful. So, uh, there there is some advantages to having that, too, and uh, it's something to definitely watch for. And speaking of Tua on and, and the Dolphins and A-Chain and everything that they did scoring 70 points, they did a little uh, look-away or no-look pass back to the middle of the field, and Tua did that. It's a no-look, but he did that right-handed. Oh wow! Wow! See, that's that's when you know you got a skill set for you, and I'm sure that's something he's practiced, you know, because in those situations. Because um, what wasn't there a player? I don't know if it was in the NFL or in college. I don't know. I think it was college because it was a uh, Penix. I think is the one that uh, he's left-handed, right? And then, but I think in a play last week, he was almost getting tackled, and he threw a touchdown pass with his right hand because he was about to go down, something like that. I'm like, that's impressive. That's impressive to be able to do that. But yeah, another great left-handed quarterback. Uh, that's been out there. Uh, let's see, on our Sun Structural Solutions text line, uh, a few people chiming in. This comes from uh, Lee. Lee says, uh, guys, my dang Cardinals tried to help the Cubs last night by beating the Brewers, but they forgot how to catch pop flies. Uh, love you, Acre. At least you all were, are there. But to be some exciting wild card races this week, Brooks Robinson also did so much for the game of baseball in Arkansas and mainly Central Arkansas. Look up Lamar Porter Field and its history. It's pretty amazing stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, what was it last night with the because uh, who was the just name escaping the Cubs player that dropped that ball in the eighth inning? Um, I mean, it seemed like it was a routine uh, ball up there. I had it had it written down over here, but uh, that's a, that's a brutal brutal way for. I mean, the Brewers are happy about it. Oh yeah, I mean they're they're ecstatic about it. But they lost, yeah. but they won. Yeah, yeah. Imagine so that they, they lost the game, but they won a division. Yeah, and that happens. It happens when you get down to the magic numbers in baseball, and that's what those numbers are for. Yeah, because they clinched their, their division, and then the Phillies clinched a wild card spot last night, right? If I'm not mistaken, I think the Philadelphia Phillies did. So uh, a few of those things happen, but it's amazing. Yeah, we're since we're getting close to October, next week is October. Oh, how, yeah. How crazy is that? Yeah. yeah. It's Man. moving by quickly. I know, I know. And, my birth- and, and it's going to continue to move. Yeah, my birthday's next week, too, and I'm going to be halfway to 70. Jeez. <laughs> 
I'm feeling. That's an interesting way to look at it. I know. I can't get it out of my head because that's what my brother told me the other, like last weekend when I visited him. He's like, yeah, you're going to be halfway to 70. I'm like, oh, <laughs> see, now I can't, I just have it stuck in my head now where it's just like, I, I can't view it as just being 35. Nope, nope. It has to be halfway to 70. It's like, yeah, that's a that's a bad way to it's look at it. a lot of years in between. <sighs> I know. I know. Uh, also from the Asher Record Life and Feedback, Military Mike says, uh, in the first half, KJ was in shotgun 34 times and once under center. He rolled out of the pocket four times, some merely between the middle hash lines, not far at all. I said last week that if KJ stays in the pocket more than he rolls, we lose 38-31. Keeping KJ in the pocket, not using his legs is a recipe for a 5-6-1 to six one season. He needs to move, not stay stationary. We have Cam 2.0. Now let Cam come out, coaches. When you start your offense 68 yards behind your own line, every time, how many yards do you think an offense can make up in a game? I think, that, yeah, that's I think there's a lot of truth to what they and try to install. I think even Sam Pittman talked about it last weekend in the LSU game is they wanted to get KJ a lot more mobile. And I bet you anything they're going to try to do it in this game too because A&M's defensive line is really good and they're going to come after him. And so try to get him out of the pocket, try to get him to move around. And I'm, I'm not saying I like taking sacks because I don't, but I, if it means the trade-off is KJ using his ability to extend plays on occasion and seeing like the play with Luke has that's down the field doing those things, then uh, I think that it's, I'm going to accept a sack or two or whatever for him holding the ball too long if it means he makes up for it by having other plays where he's taking that risk of extending the play to try to make well, some good as throws. As long as he's moving and doing it, if if he's just standing stationary in the pocket for and sure. ends up taking a sack because of holding on to the ball too long, then that's a, that's a bit of a different story. Now, you can do that also where you're hanging in the pocket and you're waiting for something to open downfield but we know how special he can be on the move, so incorporate that and, and do a little more of it. Mm-hmm. And, and what was funny, last again, last year's game, I know it's different, but you know, last year K.J. actually was uh, leading the team in rushing. He had 105 rushing yards and uh, 171 passing yards, had three touchdowns, two in the air and one on the ground. So he did a good job last year against Texas A&M, other than just that, of course, one play that we all know and reference, but... Uh, again, we talked about motivation. I think he's going to have motivation to, to go in there. And, and it looks like, Joe, at least according to uh, Sam Pittman today on the SEC teleconference, it's not like a confirmed thing, but it looks as though by what he was saying that uh, Rocket Sanders will be back and, and ready to go in this game. Oh, it's it's confirmed. Yeah. It, it, it's as good as Trey Biddy said it on drive time yesterday. He said, you know, even though it hasn't been officially announced, Rocket is playing. I love it. I, I miss that guy. I need him back. I, I love seeing him play and know uh, the type of impact that he can have, and also just to have the threat of him more so than anything. Uh, I'm trying to remember what happened when it was, oh yeah, it was like the Nick Smith deal in basketball last year. It was like, you know, that, I felt like that was a good element to have, uh, at least for, as far as the threats go. But it's going to be the same thing, where it's like, uh, you know, am I, would I love Rocket to go in there and have 150 rushing yards? Of course. But it's also, you know, when he's out there on the field, it's just a, a legit weapon that a and going to have to account for whenever he is on the field because they know what he's capable of. So Yeah, you always have to be aware of the talent that's on the field. And even going into the game, if you feel like this player is somebody that's banged up and there's a chance that they don't play, you still have to plan and game plan as though they are going to play. Oh, yeah. And that's luckily, I don't want to say luckily because I don't want to see everyone get hurt. But it is a benefit, at least, that it did come out today from Billy Lucci of Texas, where he reported that Connor Wegman's out for the through the year. Again, not wanting an injury, but at least now Arkansas is like, all right, no more of this. Ooh, is he is he not going to play? We know, so we can start game planning for Max Johnson. So uh, that's at least a little bit of a benefit. And, and Landon Jackson, I believe it was Landon Jackson. Um, he was commenting about Connor and uh, is it Wegman or Wayman? Because I think he called him Wayman. Really? Like uh, you know, like Way? Like Way? Yeah. Huh. I always thought it was Wegman. Yeah. But that I mean that's how it's always been said, but I want to say hmm. he said Wayman. Interesting. Well, I don't know. I think we have some clips from that. We'll have to play it and see if uh, that's what he said, but if that's the case then uh, who, who knows? You know, it's one of those things that we see all the time with players. They get called something that's not their name and they're like instead of correcting it, I just let it go. But I've always thought it was Wegman. Yeah, and it looks like Wegman. Yeah. That, that's what logically makes the most sense. Right, because it's W-E-I-G-M-A-N. I guess if you had the, the an H, H yeah, yeah, then it would make sense, but I don't know, maybe that's how he read it. Uh, let's go ahead and squeeze Navy Mike in. What's up, Navy? Hey, what's up, John and Joe? You know, <clears throat> honestly, I thought it was like Weigman. You know, uh, obviously it doesn't really matter. We're not going to see that guy again for the, <laughs> for the rest of the year, but, uh, you know, Max Johnson is a more than capable guy. I mean, the offense, <clears throat> honestly, I, th- I think kind of ran sm- more smoothly 
under him than it did with Wagman for the you know the first part of the game until he got hurt. So that's just my opinion, though. But uh, obviously, Bobby Trino's got that guy ready. You know, I mean, because you saw it, you know, uh, last Saturday. But I just saw that uh, Dane Dollars just got traded to the Milwaukee Bucks. That team is going to be filthy for the next what three, four years now. And, and it's kind of ironic because they are, they just fired Mike Busenholzer because he didn't make it in the you know it, it was kind of a disappointing finish. But yet they go and make this kind of move, obviously thinking, well, we got to get better on that on you know on the court. But when, what did you fire him for? Then obviously he needed he needed more to work with. But you know what's done is done, and this this Adrian Griffin guy is going to have no excuses when it comes to you know uh, winning championships and, and getting to uh, NBA Finals. You know, as, as a first-year head coach. What that move does, Mike, is you want to try to keep Giannis in Milwaukee, and this is something that you're showing Giannis right. no, that I, you no, I get him yeah. winning and you want to keep him. Exactly, yeah. you you got to appease him. you got to show him that you're you're wanting to put stuff around him. And I mean, I don't know if it gets better than Dame Dallas. That, that man is lights out, um, and they should win a couple more while he's there. You know, that, and that'll be the expectation. But anyways, I'll give you guys coming up tonight, whatnot, and y'all take care. I appreciate it, Navy. Thanks for calling in. Uh, to go on to that, uh, just to go through, it's a three-team three deal that includes the Phoenix Suns as well as the Blazers and the Bucks. Apparently, Portland's going to receive Drew Holiday, DeAndre Ayton, and come uh, is it Tumani Kamara, and also Milwaukee's 2029 unprotected first-round draft pick and unprotected Milwaukee swap rights in 2028 and in 2030, while the Suns will receive... Uh, Yusuf Nurkic, Grayson Allen, Nasir Little, and Keon Johnson. Grayson Allen. Yeah. I love that guy. The, the the guy whose legs he just can't seem to get a hold of for whatever reason. Tripping everybody, kicking everybody. And that, then the Suns. How about that? They they were on board to get Andre Aiden and, and uh, go ahead and call it a career there in Phoenix for him. Because mm-hmm. there's been a lot of back and forth over the past couple of years. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I am I don't sound like I'm a Bucks fan because I do root for the Celtics, but it, it is cool because the Bucks are a team that I think is easy to root for. Giannis is a really likable guy. And, of course, Bobby Portis being up there in Milwaukee is a really cool thing. To, I'm sure that the, to add there to the pieces of possibly winning another NBA title and getting another ring for him. So that's really cool that he's that he gets to be a part of it. Because I was kind of worried like when I first heard you say that, I was like, Oh man, hopefully they didn't like trade away Bobby or something like that because I like him in Milwaukee. He seems like he's he's well liked, and I think it's a good. He's fit a for great him. piece of what they have going on. Yeah, and uh, I saw that yeah, ESPN put out a thing. I guess uh, I forgot which player it was in the NFL, but somebody they said they did the Bobby Portis celebration, where it was like doing the high kicks as they ran down the field. And I was like, I didn't know Bobby was known for that, but then they showed both videos. I was like, okay, well, I guess that's a thing. So. I was like, Bobby has a... Oh, it was uh, Jarek McKinnon from the Chiefs. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Because I, I, I saw that. I was like, interesting. That's that's a cool thing that Bobby gets referenced like that. But I was like, I didn't even know that that was his deal. But yeah, that was a pretty cool uh, pretty cool thing. Uh, we have to take a break. But when we come back, we'll get to what's trending in the world of sports presented by West Rock Coffee. Uh, some of the other headlines and storylines. And we'll keep it moving here on a wide open Wednesday. So stay with us here on Out of Bounds. Chevrolet in Jacksonville is going beyond the competition to change your current vehicle situation with Guatney's exclusive loan and lease termination program. I need your current payment, your keys, and your signature. Call 501-982-2102 and say hasta la vista to your current ride and payment with the help of Guatney's loan and lease termination program. Regardless of your current financial situation, I swear I will approve everyone. Rates as low as zero percent on new Chevrolets. Trade now and terminate your payments until 2024. Get to now. The loan and lease termination program is this month only at Guatney Chevrolet. 1301 TPY Drive in Jacksonville. Call 501-982-2102. GuatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads. All offers with approved credit. All voices are impersonators, but Guatney's the real thing. Shop Guatney Chevrolet once and you'll be back. 
Justin Aker reminding you that Serta Pro Painters is here to help you as we transition from summer into fall. And if you're thinking about doing something to the outside of your home, maybe it's long overdue, Serta Pro Painters is here to help. Have them come over, give you an estimate, and they can help walk you through the process of what it'll take to get it done. They can help you out with the color selection and everything else you need to get the job done right. Each Serta Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. Schedule your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. For your home, for your business, get your place looking right with the help of my friends at Serta Pro Painters. What's your Oaklawn? Maybe it's lounging under a cabana at our sparkling pool or unwinding with a massage at the luxurious Astral Spa. It could be dining in elegance, then hitting the casino for fun and high fives. And while you're here, you could explore thermal spas, dining and shopping on Bathhouse Row and Hot Springs National Park, just steps away from the resort. Discover your Oaklawn. Make reservations today at oaklawn.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Tune in to Out of Bounds each Monday for Reaction Monday brought to you by Fleet Management Services. Serving Central Arkansas for over 20 years, they're your small to mid-sized fleet specialists. Fleet Management Services is looking for a maintenance tech. Oil changes, tires, general maintenance. 100% paid health insurance, match 401k, paid holidays, paid vacation. The right person can make $600 per week. Call 501-375-3672. At Edwards Food Giant, they know your family is important, and they also know that your time and convenience is as well. So why not take advantage of their heat and eat items in their deli department? Those famous Edwards Food Giant signature dishes with many of the same entrees and recipes that are served daily in the hot bar, all ready to take home and serve to your family tonight. And it can all be found at your favorite Sister Arkansas Edwards Food Giant Deli. This week's special is spaghetti for only $7.49 per pound, paired with seasoned green beans for just $4.49 per pound. Erectile dysfunction is a very serious medical issue. It affects over 60% of men over 45. This can be caused from low testosterone, high blood pressure, diabetes, prostate issues, and high cholesterol. The staff at the Little Rock Men's Clinic are specialists in treating these issues. Our medical specialists will determine your specific problem and develop a treatment plan for your specific needs. Our treatments have helped thousands of men with a 96% success rate. Call the Little Rock Men's Clinic at 501-382-9516. For September, our office visit is only $79. That includes your exam, blood work, and testos. If our specialist can't prove to you that the treatment works, your office visit is absolutely free. I am 58 years old, I have more energy, and I am performing like I am 21 again. I feel amazing. Come to the Little Rock Men's Clinic. We treat low T, ED, Peyronie's disease, and offer a male enhancement procedure. Call the Little Rock Men's Clinic at 501-382-9516. That's 501-382-9516. Or visit littlerockmensclinic.com. Same great deals, all new location for Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock at 3901 JFK Boulevard. Call them today at 501-758-7700 for all their specials at Hogs Meat Market. The Steak People. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Complete. Lots of room. Jaden Wilson's got a chance to go inside the 40, inside the 30, to the 20, to the 10. Touchdown, Arkansas. Touchdown, Arkansas. Isaac Tesla threw the home run block. Jaden Wilson scores the touchdown, and they're excited at War Memorial Stadium. On 103.7 The Buzz. If you're shopping for a vehicle, you want to get to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney has the best deals in the market. Been doing it 60-plus years. Give them a call, 501-982-2102. Just a few days left in the month of September. Going through Saturday, and we all know that getting by Guadney Chevrolet towards the weekend, the end of the month, you're going to get an even better deal on top of the deals that Guadney already has. But you want to take advantage of their loan and lease termination program by it being the end of the month because... We don't know if it'll be extended after September, so you have a few days to take advantage of it. And let Guatney help you get out of the vehicle that you don't want. Take advantage of no payments for the rest of the year at Guatney Chevrolet. Great deals on Silverado, 0% financing with approved credit, and 2.1% is available on 2023 Equinox. For the loan and lease termination program, everyone is approved. So... Make sure you get by Guadney Chevrolet. Make the trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Shop them online, guadneychevrolet.com. 
You can see all the deals, the cash allowances, the rebates, even appraise a vehicle. See just how much it's worth. They're giving thousands over book value, whether you trade a vehicle in or you sell it to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney is always actively buying vehicles, so you get a great deal on the vehicle that you trade in or sell. See the entire inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles on GuadneyChevrolet.com. It's Guadney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer, Guadney Chevrolet, GuadneyChevrolet.com. It is a wide-open Wednesday here on Out of Bounds, and we'll have what's trending in the world of sports here in just a second. Uh, but on our Southern Structural Solutions text line, Kit says, in Little Rock, Max Johnson's more of a threat than Wegman. Bobby Vitrino's looking for opportunities to burn our corners. Watch for his creativity. Yeah, I, I feel like this is going to be... You're not... What was it, 22, 23 points last year? And only... 20 of the other. They scored two touchdowns offensively, A&M. I think there's going to be more than that this year. I think uh, it's going to be a higher scoring game than what we saw last year or the year before. That, that's year how before. it lines up. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, let's get Jake and Cabot in real quick before we do what's trend in the world of sports. What's up, Jake? Hey, John. Hey, Freaky. You guys doing all right today? Doing good, Jake. Doing great. Hey, man. A couple things. Uh, number one, I said all last week, everybody was clamoring for KJ to get more design runs, and I said, he does not need design runs. He needs to be KJ. You need to let him do his thing when the play breaks down. And that's what he did Saturday, and he almost won us the game. Anyways, coming down hard on this kid is not watching football and doesn't know anything about it. KJ is an excellent quarterback. When he uses instincts and stuff, he's got great touch on the ball, especially the deep ball. Just let him keep doing that. Number two. I uh, I think the left handed quarterback thing that your other caller had is it, it, that's a valid deal, man. Um, figure out a way to bring in two Paul from the blind side on every single play you can, and disrupt that kid and just hammer him. Number three, I know everybody says Tatani is not playing because he's not catching passes in practice. Matt Jones was famous for not being a good practice player. But when the lights went on, he got on the field, he made stuff happen. I'm thinking instantaneous series in the slot and just see what he can do. If he, you know, or two. If he can, then okay, fine. But, I mean, right now we need something. We need another spark on offense. Tesla's great. Hazel's great. I'm glad we're spreading it out. But in Broden, that touchdown was awesome too. We need this kid on offense, and we need this kid run, you know, running wild with the ball. So, like to hear you guys' thoughts on that. As always, love the show. Go Hogs, man. Jake, it, it is something that many people have said they want to see Satania on the field more and see some of the explosive plays, the possibility of the explosive plays that he could bring to the field. But we're talking about two different positions when you're talking about a quarterback and skill position players and bringing it in practice and them wanting to see something. And then there's absolutely no truth to Matt Jones not being a good practice player, but you knew what he could do in the game. Mm-hmm. Matt Jones was always going to give effort, and he he has a certain demeanor about him that doesn't look like you know he's running a certain speed or – or really, you know, his mindset is there. But as far as the effort, the effort was always there. Yeah, and uh, something about Matt, I mean, you can even, if you didn't even know what he was doing in practice and whatnot, uh, you could just tell when he was out on the field and, you know, talk about seven overtimes, six overtimes, seven overtimes in three straight years. I'm like, I think the effort was always there in those games for sure. You know, practices can, you know, get we, we weren't there, but... Uh, yeah, he was always a guy that I think it was the demeanor that he, always made yeah, people confused. Yeah, exactly, because even in those games, people would say, okay, well, look at him on the sideline. He he doesn't look like he has any energy. He's just laid back and just – but that that has nothing to do with how you play when you're on the field. Now, it's one thing if you're playing bad and it looks like you're not giving effort on the field and then you get off the field and, and that's your demeanor, but – for somebody that's on the field and they're playing a certain way, who cares how they act on the sideline? That's insane. Like, like some, he's he's not that rah rah type of person because he knows his ability. He knows what he can do. If he performed, yeah, it does not matter. It's like what we talk about all the time with just personalities or people saying, "Oh, this guy's too hyped up," or "This guy." Are they performing? 
If they're performing, then it doesn't matter. Who cares? Who cares if they're getting you know over there punching the air or if they're just sitting there on the bench with their head down? If they're performing when the game's on the line, that's what that's what matters. The people most. go about playing games in different ways. Some people like to trash talk, mm-hmm. and some of those players they back it up as far as they're the guys that are talking the most. But you can see that they have the ability on the field. Then you see players that don't trash talk, and they're the same type of highly talented, high caliber players. Something about Coach Prime, Deion Sanders. There's a misconception with him that he was a big trash talker on the field. And this is something that came up recently with everything going on around him. And he said he never talked trash to anybody on the field. And he, he didn't do it simply because that's not him as far as on the field. But he said, why would he have to talk trash when he's showing you through his play mm-hmm. what he can do? Yeah, because that's what should matter the most as far as uh, you know, anything is if you're performing or if you're playing at a high level, if you're trash talking or not trash talking, or, you know, if you have a loud, big personality or you don't, uh, there's different ways to skin a cat and different ways to be successful in sports, as we've seen. So, uh, yeah, I've, I've never understood that either. Real quick, though, let's, uh, before we take a break, get to a few uh, things in what's trending in the world of sports. What's trending in the world of sports is sponsored by Arkansas-based West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee and their 1.5 million coffee farmers around the globe as they fuel Arkansas with great-tasting coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Contact them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA today. All right, a real quick few things on what's trending in the world of sports. We mentioned that Damian Lillard has been officially trained to the Milwaukee Bucks as part of a three-team deal. So huge for Milwaukee and some of the strides they're making to get back into a championship-level team. And today, officially, Michigan State has fired Mel Tucker for, quote, bringing ridicule to the program. I feel like what's been reported a few times, it's like, ah, they're going to fire him. They're going to they're fire But now, now it's official. They fired him. And, uh, you know, there's going to be official responses there, too. But uh, that's the official statement, at least at this point in time. So, yes, he has been fired from Michigan State. Uh, Also, you had the Brewers clinching the NL Central uh, last night. And also the Phillies clinching a wild-card berth with a walk-off hit. And uh, also, and uh, some news about Greg Brooks, the former Razorback but now current LSU player. Brian Kelly has said that he is progressing. He is on the road to recovery. He is doing better. Uh, but still a long process ahead of them. So that's what's trending in the world of sports. We will take a top-of-the-hour update when we come back. Pat Bradley will be joining us thanks to Motorsports Authority. It's going to be a lot of fun, so don't you miss the second round of bounds because it's coming up next. Get in the zone with Justin Acri and Wes Moore every day from 10 to 1. Live from the Oakwan Racing Casino Resort Studios on 103.7 The Buzz. Your husband is pretty handy to have around. He makes the world's best mac and cheese. He's in the Tickle Monster Hall of Fame. (laughs) And he can teach anyone how to throw strikes. But a busted pipe in a basement full of water? Honey, I think we need 